Hey, After Buzzers. If you didn't know, it's Kevin Undergar, the executive producer of After Buzz, along with my partner, Maria Menunos. Hi, everybody. And Maria and I, as you know, have put so much time and money into mm-hmm. the After Buzz TV product and really haven't seen a lot in return. Nope, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the ways you guys can actually help us is by tuning into our new reality show, Chasing Maria Menunos. It premieres Tuesday, March 18th, 10 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central. And features me and Maria basically bickering, fighting. No. No? No, it's not just bickering and fighting. You get an inside look into my life, behind the scenes. You'll also get a behind the scenes look at AfterBuzz. It's really funny. It's not just bickering, and it's not fake either. So that's actually something to think about. Oh, no, no, no. It's definitely not fake. It's definitely not fake. But please, tune in to Chasing Maria Menounos on Oxygen, Tuesday, March 18th at 10 p.m. All of your support will help AfterBuzz because... Maria certainly won't. <laughs> so rude. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Basketball Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Basketball Wives After Show. basketball wives fans um we are back doing another post show recap for our favorite show and yours to basketball wives la um it is season three episode four and um it was a good episode uh i am one of your hosts for today rebecca prince and i'm joined by the very lovely spicy mari i'll be keeping it sizzling up in here we got the ac going trying to Cool it out. Yeah. <laughs> We're making it so hot. California heat's no <laughs> joke. Um, so yeah, it was a good episode today. The drama of Basketball Wives is finally getting underway. Oh yeah, they're stirring the pot. They are definitely stirring the pot. You know, it's a continuation this episode of what we started to see last week, which is of course Drea um, dropping a bomb on, or Jackie dropping a bomb on Drea, should I say, about her boyfriend Orlando and his relationship with her daughter Chantal. Um, I thought Drea handled it pretty good given the circumstances, you know. You're talking about uh, receiving the information or when she addressed Orlando? No, just receiving the information. Because last week we just kind of saw the preview and then this week, you know, they really got into, got into the conversation. Jackie revealed the text messages and, you know, all this buildup you know, that Jackie was creating was was finally revealed. And, you know, Drea got to see these text messages that her boyfriend was supposedly sending Jackie's daughter. And, you know, like I said, considering sort of the matter, the manner in which Jackie went about delivering the news, I think she took it very well. I mean, obviously, Jackie, you know, brought her friend Sunday, who was like beaming with excitement over the news. And, you know, Drea could feel it. Drea addressed it. She said Sunday was like getting high off of this conversation. And she was, which I just think makes her look pathetic. But I mean, that's Sun- my opinion. Sunday's one of those people that loves to see p- other people miserable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it is. I don't think that she is going to be happy unless someone is unhappy. Yeah. And she really does just 
glow when she sees other people in misery not enjoying themselves whether it's a fight whether it's an event that doesn't turn out right whether it's your boyfriend cheating on you whatever it is Sunday loves it. Yeah, and she definitely was sort of enjoying, you know, Drea having this bombshell dropped on her. And, you know, Drea came to her boyfriend's defense and said that, you know, she had known about Chantal, the situation beforehand, but that her boyfriend told her it was um, his friend who was messing with her. So, you know, she... she Which is true. Yes. Partially. Partially true. But she handled it, I think, as best she could. You know, that's never news that any girl in a relationship, woman in a relationship wants to hear. But I think she she handled it good. I mean, maybe she should have been not so gung-ho in defending him because, you know, as we see later on in the episode, she confronts him. And, you know, there may be some truth to the, the scenario Jackie was setting up. But, you know, she she held her own. But she was annoyed with the whole, you know, the whole drama that Jackie sort of brings to the table in delivering this news. And I don't blame her. Well, she shouldn't be, she should be embarrassed that her man didn't tell her the entire truth. But she shouldn't be embarrassed for having defended him. Because anytime someone is throwing any kind of shade or hating against your relationship, if it was my dude and the shoe was on the other foot, whether it was true or not, I would want him to defend my honor too. Because yeah. more than likely, nine times out of ten, someone's lying or putting dubs on it. Mm-hmm. And that is mm-hmm. what happened. He, Chantel had no information. There was nothing in that story to share. No reason that it needed to get back to uh, Dre at all whatsoever. And so the fact that she t- found pride in some text conversations, I wish a, would, a dude would tell my man that, oh, Maricela and I were texting for two days. She had an affair. What? It was text. Yeah, I know. It was it's, not sex. It was text. It's crazy. And, you know, even if, and I think Drea's point in being mad wasn't so much even at Chantel, but I think it was in the way Jackie handled it. But we know Jackie loves to stir the pot, and that's just what she did. She brought someone who doesn't really like Drea, told her her business, and then confronted her in front of, you know, Sunday and in front of Malaysia. And even Malaysia said she didn't feel comfortable, like there was, you know, she wanted to get up and walk out because it wasn't her business. And even though her and Drea are good friends and they probably would have shared it, she didn't want, you know, she wouldn't have wanted to be approached in that way with that information. And she didn't feel that it was right to have Drea approached in that way with that information. And for that, I'm not going to go as far to say that Jackie needs to get her butt whooped or anything like that. But that was extremely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, at that, that's when you should have had a drink thrown in your face. Yeah. Like that was one of those basketball moments where I wouldn't be surprised if Drea threw a drink in your face. I know she's trying to act more civilized now, mm-hmm. but that was extremely, just as a friend, you don't bring other people into your business. You keep yeah. it private. Okay. And you don't, uh, let people know your weaknesses and you put on at least a unity front. You don't allow, other sources to come in especially when something negative like this is going on Mm -hmm. and as a friend she should have just took her out to eat and said hey i want to share this information with you even though it wasn't any information to give yeah it was just a whole dragged out scenario that definitely didn't need to be but it seemed like after you know jackie sort of confronted drea and gave her the information that it the conversation wouldn't stop you know then we see um you know, Jackie sitting down with Doug, her husband, and their daughter, Chantel, and sort of having a group conversation about what happened. And, 
you know, at first, Chantel sort of seems to get um, defensive and saying mm-hmm. that her mom is really dramatic and, you know, she's dragging this out and whatever, which she obviously is. But then Chantel sort of switched gears and then starts coming, you know, after Drea a right. bit. And, you know, she's sort of slamming her and saying that, you know, she's a lemon referring to a car and, you know, she's not even certified pre-owned or she's certified pre-owned and everybody's had a ride and, you know, talking about her being unemployed because you can't sell bathing suits in the winter and that she's not really, you know, despite Drea's efforts to change and be wife material, Chantel sort of says that she's not wife material and that if she wants to be wife material, she needs to look at Jackie and Doug's relationship as an example. But, I have a hard time believing they have such a great relationship, knowing how crazy Jackie is. But okay, that's just me. Now I understand why Chantel felt like she needed to be defensive and uh, put Drea down because that was her own self-esteem issues that she was working out right there when she started displaying that little bit of haterism. But what Chantel doesn't understand is that. She is no different than Drea Mm -hmm. in the sense of when an athlete approached her or tried to get at her, she took the bait. Mm -hmm. Even when as far as you don't know this man, but you're going over to his house with his five homeboys and you washed his dishes, as she would say. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Just because you're not spreading your legs for every single athlete doesn't mean you wouldn't. If given the opportunity, obviously you will. Yeah. But it just wasn't taken there. And I think Chantel also was coming off a little defensive because, you know, Jackie also told her about how the confrontation with Drea went down and basically said that Drea said she knew about Chantel, but that she was messing with an, another friend of his. So right. I don't even know if she was angry that you know, he wasn't giving Drea the truth or she was angry that maybe her business that she did sort of, you know, the other friend become a smash and pass as they called it later on in the episode was partially true and gonna be revealed, you know? She was embarrassed. Yeah. She was, she was embarrassed and she probably did really mess with this friend because that's one thing that men and women both do. If it doesn't work out between us, hey, I know somebody else that can, you know, enjoy you. (laughs) I mean, that's what that's what you do. If yeah. you're not interested in someone, you pass them to your friend. Yeah. If, if, you know, it's not somebody that you're interested in like that. Yeah. Well, it also wasn't just, you know, Doug and Jackie and Chantel that were talking about the conference, you know, the confrontation with Drea and Jackie. Then uh, Sunday decided she wanted to spread the good news to the other new girl on the show, British. Mm-hmm. And British had nothing nice to say either. I mean, she was calling Drea stupid and saying that these are signs that she's weak and, you know, sort of just saying if you let him manipulate you into thinking that it was the friend, this is what he's going to keep doing and he's just going to buy you a gift and you know, sort of hope that that's enough to smooth it out. And then she was talking about even wanting to confront Drea about the situation, which, to be perfectly honest, I think that's the point, that if she does feel the need, you know, she, her and Drea are not friends, if she does feel the need to confront Drea about how she's handling this situation with her man, I kind of hope Drea does smack a little sense into <laughs> her, because really it's none of her business, and Drea didn't tell her the news, so there's no reason for you to have an opinion, especially one that you want to bring bring to her about it it's like just why are you making it your problem don't worry about it and keep it moving okay nobody had sex here so (laughs) there is nothing to reveal nothing to address he cut it off he did not tell the truth about the entire story Mm -hmm. but he also didn't lie about having sex it's not as if he had sex and he failed to mention it yeah he failed to mention the part about the texting yeah which 
not a big deal and nobody else's business. Yeah. So I'm sorry, uh, Bridget, British, British Bridget, Brit, whatever <laughs> her name chubby is. One. Okay. <laughs> the contact heavy wearing makeup. <laughs> Weave wearing chubby one. Okay, British, whatever. <laughs> uh, I just really am not crazy about her and Sunday's role on the show. They are two people that I feel like internally are very malicious haters. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything positive to share. They're very insecure. It comes out every opportunity and every chance that the camera gets on them. And if that's not who they are, they really need to do a better job of filtering uh, what comes out of their mouth because it's prevalent in every single scene. Yeah, I agree. I mean, both of these girls obviously came to sort of hate and I guess fight their way into whatever role they're going to be on this show. But for me, they're super unlikable. I, I mean, I watch them and then I watch them sort of stir the pot and I'm just like, oh, I hate these girls. I can't stand them. Yeah. But, you know, someone like Drea who does have a past and we all sort of know about it and now she's dealing with, you know, this, this relationship I like her because at least she owns what she is and you know that's the next topic we'll sort of get into is her confronting Orlando about the situation yeah and I like how she did it (laughs) I'm really surprised at how much I respect the way that she confronted her man and it wasn't even a confrontation like she stepped to him she sat him down she spoke with him very respectfully she didn't get irate she didn't accuse him of anything she simply repeated the conversation that was given to her and asked the appropriate questions to get the answers Mm -hmm. and I commend him for sharing the truth with her and admitting when he was wrong because he could have stuck to his lie but he didn't he was like okay I didn't tell you the whole truth And the first thing that men should take note on when watching him is that he apologized immediately when he when he was busted, as opposed to uh, and uh, he uh, and he told the truth. Yeah, he didn't stutter. He wasn't trying to get out of it or come up with like a web of deceit. He was just like, you know what, I'm coming clean. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you know, he also said, which was noteworthy, that it was when they split or they took a break it sounds like things between them were off for the moment yeah and that's when a friend tried to set him up um he mentioned like a likely story yeah you know he a friend wanted to set him up it was Chantel. they texted a little bit then when she came to the house he said she wasn't her type which i have to say it was kind of i mean hearing the way men describe women is always kind of amusing to me because Mm -hmm. they have such different perceptions i think than women who look at each other i mean Jackie's daughter is not an unattractive girl. I wouldn't call her chubby either, but he called her, you know, he said, I don't remember Um, what she looks like. She has brown skin, a mole, and she's kind of chubby. She's not fit. Okay. She is the opposite of fit. But she's not... She's not heavy, though. She's not chubby. No, she's probably a little bit above her weight class. Probably for her height and for... <laughs> but see, I'm t- I'm, I'm t- I'm, I am critical on myself. Therefore, I, I'm looking at what he... I see what he sees. She's not fit. She's well, not in shape. And I see also, if you want to make a comparison, she definitely does not look like Drea. Drea is, you know, as we've seen on the, the first couple episodes of the show. I mean, she's has no problem flaunting her body and she has a great body. She's tiny. She's got some great boobs and the nice little booties. Right. Drea, but see, in Chantel's defense, I don't know how much work Chantel has had, but you can't compare your body that was artificially constructed to someone who was naturally genetically built. And so 
unfortunately, although, yes, Drea, you have a nice body, it's still not up to being toned as well. She's a thin girl who had work done. And but she so, only had her boobs done, I think. Her boob and her butt. Do you know that? I know that for okay. a fact. She had All her right. boob. And there's nothing wrong with If you get plastic surgery, just admit to it. Her <laughs> quads don't match her butt. Okay, big deal. All right. You know, so it's it's perfectly fine. She doesn't do squats. We get it. You don't have to do squats. <laughs> you bought your butt. But at the same time, don't talk about your body as if it's better than somebody else's body when you didn't work hard to get it and but, you weren't inherited it naturally. Yes. But I do think I mean I don't think you know because as much as Chantel sort of went in on Drea which I don't know if Drea knew at that time mm-hmm. I you know I think Drea was pretty nice about handling it. She was just saying you know I'm this I'm that and she's not she's her. She didn't say anything bad about her. She just simply pointed out that they don't share physical similarities okay both are wrong on both accords (laughs) now Chantel is wrong because just because your career is different than Mm -hmm. Drea's you're not better than her and Drea just because your body's not the same as Chantel's and your man at some point exchange information with a girl and holler at her doesn't mean that you're better than her they're comparing apples and oranges when all that really has to do was He's a man. He was looking to, he was looking to get some ass and he didn't, you know, he didn't like what he saw. But it has nothing to, but there shouldn't be any comparison with who or what because I'm sure he has done worse than Chantel before. Yes, I'm sure. But it was interesting to hear Chantel wrote a book at 14 and recorded two albums already. I mean, as much as I think she has issues with her mom, Jackie, I think she also shares some of her bad qualities like the fact that she's already done everything and she's only 20 years old. The fact that she felt like she had to say that. When you're somebody who is a successful or when you're somebody who's beautiful or when you're somebody who is doing something or spiritual or deep you don't have to profess that when you profess it and you don't just let it shine that means you're insecure about it so you're trying to remind people of those things yeah and so just like how dre is trying to say well i'm skinny i'm skinny okay we get it you don't look like Chantel, but you're trying to remind us that you think you look better just in case you think we forgot yeah that's insecurity. And one thing I appreciate about Drea but she acknowledges is it. admitting she is crazy and insecure. I will give it to that girl because that's a very hard thing to do when you have insecurities yes. to admit that. And she admitted it. I'll and go I think, through your phone. I'll do whatever. Yeah. Like, And I think most women do that or have those, you know, have those moments where they feel that same way. But I like that Drea owns it. You know, I like that she's not afraid to... To sort of say that, you know, she goes through her man's phone so she knows that Chantel's number isn't stored in there and that she is kind of insecure. So she will stalk your ass until she gets it. I'm proud of her. Girls, women, I think, do, you know, need to protect themselves and be their own private detectives. And I, that's what she said. I'm a detective. I'm crazy. And I'm slightly mm-hmm. insecure. So the, that quote right there, the fact that she was able to pinpoint all of her weaknesses uh, lets you know that at least she knows who she is. Yes. She knows herself. She knows who she is. And she's able to address it with her man. And he knows what he's in store for and what he's getting. Yeah. Because I don't think she makes any secret of that. Yeah. <laughs> but that is one thing that I got to give it to her. Like, girl, you know, snaps because you were able to uh, address. And I like, too, the fact that she was very organized in the outline of how she presented it to him. And she mm-hmm. was able to tell him exactly why he was wrong what it was that he did, the how he embarrassed her, and was able to tell him, okay, and you should have done it like this. Yeah. I would have appreciated it if you did it like this because it makes me feel like this. Yeah. 
she could have been irate, but she wasn't. She decided to handle it in a respectable way. And, I mean, I think the reason she was most upset with him is because, you know, she did. She defended, defended him. And she was, gushing. she was gushing about her relationship to Jackie and saying how happy she was. And clearly, you know, um, Jackie had information. And Jackie isn't probably so happy that Drea is you know, happy and doing her thing because otherwise this wouldn't have been a conversation that was brought up. But what I did think was funny from the whole confrontation with Drea and Orlando is that, you know, Jackie makes makes her daughter Chantel seem very innocent. She's only 20. She's not having sex. She's not giving her body to someone that it isn't going to be a relationship. And I mean, Orlando kind of insinuated that, you know, when he was done with her, he, he passed her off to a friend and yeah, Drea said maybe she's a smash and pass. And I don't know. Do you think she is or do you think that Jackie's description is is more um, on point? <laughs> so I think that everybody wants to believe that their daughter or their friend or their mom or their aunt or their sister is not out there giving her body away or a hoe. <laughs> but uh, the, the case is, is we don't really know. We don't know if she had sex with his friend. And if she did have sex with his friend, there's nothing to be ashamed about. She's a young girl. She's wasn't in a committed relationship obviously if she did do that but that's nothing to be ashamed about and that's nothing to be defensive about and there's no, that's not a reason to put down Drea who he actually did make his girlfriend yeah and so I think that uh she was probably a little bit embarrassed from that situation but it's not unlikely that she wasn't a smash and pass yeah I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait to see how it plays out because I think, you know, Drea says she's going to share this information with Jackie because, you know, if she has no problem throwing these things in Drea's face, then, you know, she's going to do the same back. So it's definitely going to come out, I think, down the road. Um, but speaking about Jackie, we have to talk about her disastrous um, or what seems to appear as a disastrous GLAD event that she's thrown together. Um, earlier in the episode, like we see Malaysia and Ariane go invitation shopping a week before the party which already seems last minute and like a wasted (laughs) effort and then sort of as the event unfolds on camera we see just how unprofessionally it was handled well the first mistake that i think jackie made was delegating responsibilities to basketball girlfriends and wives so she if she wants a professional event she needs to give it to professionals who actually do this for a living But, you know, with that said, too, she has a PR person, that guy, she kept calling him Dominique, but the way I read it was Dominic, so I'm not sure what the correct pronunciation is. Um, But she, you know, had hired this guy to help her put on the event, and from what it sounded like, he also didn't do his end because there was a $2,500 fee that Mm -hmm. wasn't paid to the venue, and he said he gave Jackie, you know, 10 emails, and Jackie said she never got it. So, again, it's like, who do you believe? Because it's a war of words. But judging by how hands-off, I mean, and willing Jackie was to sort of just delegate responsibility, I wouldn't be surprised if she had known about the fee, but she just didn't want to pay it because she felt she was bringing whatever to the table, and she didn't need to. Well, I I think that that could partly be it, pride and ego. Uh, But also, too, she made the other mistake of, like you said, delegating these responsibilities to everybody else. Mm -hmm. But then if you're going to be in charge or play the leadership role, you have to cross your your T's and check your I's. Yeah, totally. Okay, or dot your I's, whatever the saying is. And she didn't do any of that. She didn't check with people in advance. Okay, so how are we looking at X, Y, and Z? And, too, when you're in a leadership position, you have to overcompensate where people are failing. Yeah. And so if they're not 
If the invitations aren't done, well, guess what that means? You, you need do. to do the invitations then. If the gift bags aren't made, then you need to do the gift bags. It's your event. It's not their event. Yeah. They're helping, quote unquote. But my God, I really did think her head was going to start spinning around and oh, flying went, off when she uh, went off on Dominic. I mean, she started getting the heads, you know, the head sway and she... I was scared for him for a minute. <laughs> well, it was just unprofessional the way that she was handling it, though. Because yeah. although you may not want to work with this publicist anymore, at the same time, you still need to conduct yourself in a respectful, professional manner. And I'll, we know, we we get it. The event wasn't happening to your liking. Right. But Jackie, what was your contribution to the event? Like, what did Jackie do? I don't understand what she did to put the event on. Me neither. She gathered the girls together, gave out their responsibilities. But what did she do? I don't know. I'm not sure what she did. And, you know. I think she made the list. She, <laughs> she made, she the, made list the list of what invitation. everyone else should do. And that was about it. It's so funny, too, because she's so, I mean, she is like, you know, she was ready to fly off the handle. And I get it. It's your event. You're annoyed. It's not going the way you want to. But she was ready to go off. And then, you know, her husband's there with her, Doug. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, so mild-mannered. And he just, like, says to the guy, you know, we need to resolve this situation. I guess, you know, they say opposites attract. Yeah. And that's maybe how they work out. But it's, like, I don't know. As, like, a sane person, like, I couldn't deal with someone, like, who's, like, Jackie and goes mm-hmm. from, you know, zero to 150 in two seconds on a daily basis. I agree with her daughter. She is dramatic and it's too much. Yeah, she's definitely dramatic. And I think, too, if the girls had heard the way that she was speaking, she was extremely disrespectful. She was calling them bees, telling people, saying the F. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't need to repeat everything that she said, but it was intense and it was unwarranted. It wasn't necessary. You can get angry and upset, but when you start cursing, that takes the argument or whatever it is that you're saying to a whole nother level. Yeah, it was. It was definitely interesting. And, you know, it's also, once again, then Sunday sort of comes into this situation. And she's just, like, fueling the fire, you know. Jackie's complaining about how the girls haven't come through or they're all late, this, that, and the other. And, you know, she's in there like, I told you, I told you, these girls aren't your friends. You know, they're not going to be here for you. And it's like, listen, why are you here? Like, stop starting shit. Like, it's just annoying. <laughs> like, again. you're, and she's older too. Like, she's a grown woman. It just makes her look stupid, yeah. I think. Like, it just makes her look immature and stupid and sad. Like, girl, grow up. When you're 40 and you're worried about what the 20 year olds are doing, or, yeah, it, it definitely it looked extremely bad. And I think that when, when you have friends, if these are Jackie's real friends, she is wrong because she not only put her friends in charge of these responsibilities, mm-hmm. but you know your friend's weaknesses too. Yeah. And everybody knows they have the friends that are always late, says they're going to be somewhere, they always got an excuse for something. Those are the ones you probably don't put in charge or depend the most on. Or if you do know, like, say, Malaysia is always late, if you know this about her and you really need her to be here at a certain time, then tell her like an hour or depending on how late she runs, tell her like an hour before yes. or 30 minutes before. I have friends like that. I do it all the time. I'm hey, that friend. girl, we are going to brunch <laughs> at one o'clock. Our reservation is not till 2.30, but I know she's not going to get there till 2.30. So that's why I tell her one o'clock. And then when she shows up and she's like, oh, I'm like, yes, 
I've learned how to outsmart exactly. you and make it work for all of us. You are a good friend. You have learned your friend. Yeah. And I am the one that comes late that gets lied to. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm on time? Really? Oh, yeah. Well, we lied to you, Spicy. I'm like, oh, you guys are so good to me. Yeah. Because you, have like, to. you know your friend's weaknesses. And, you know, it's, I mean, it doesn't mean it, it annoys you any less that they're always late, but at least you know how to sort of handle the situation. And if Jackie knew this about these girls, then she shouldn't, she shouldn't have put all this trust and hope that they were going to do their jobs, you know, she shouldn't have asked them to do it. If and you if you were this worried about them or felt that they weren't going to come through, don't ask, you well, know? And the audacity for her to say, oh, well, where's Drea? Drea doesn't support my event. She never comes. Because uh, you're always starting a mess in her life. Yeah, that was... Why, she why should she want to support you? It, well, what she did wasn't very friendly. Her, the way that she told Drea about, you know, her mm-hmm. boyfriend. So, and then you expect Drea to turn the other cheek and come and support you when you yeah. weren't supportive to her. It's, you know, people have high expectations, but they don't, you know, they don't reciprocate or they don't put out what they want to get back. And then there's a problem, you know. I think you should always treat people the way you want to be treated right. because that's, I mean, that's a just... For me, like a rule of life, you mm-hmm. know, like if I'm going to treat you badly, I'm not going to expect you to treat me super <laughs> nice, you know, it's just, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, being Malaysia too, like I, you know, cause her and British get into a confrontation and she's annoyed coming off the bat too, because she walks in when she was supposed to be there, according right. to her and Sunday cops and attitude, Sunday cops and attitude, Jackie has an attitude, but guess what? I'm here and the job is getting done. So leave it alone. Yeah. You know, and they kept saying that she came late, but nobody ever said what time yeah, she was supposed to be there. Yeah, nobody was like, you are an there. hour late. You yeah. are so I'm sorry. If you tell me come early, I'm thinking as long as it's not past the time that it starts and that I'm on time. And Malaysia was the second one there. So if you want to give people an attitude about being late, maybe you should give the other three girls who did show up after a, a hard time, you know? But I just feel like these new girls with Jackie as their leader are on a mission, you know, and we see it because British decides she wants to confront Malaysia at Jackie's event about the way she says hi. (sighs) Okay. Out of everybody, I am sorry. I cannot only not stand to look at this girl uh, because she is greasy every single time I see her on camera. But in addition to that, she has the audacity to talk negatively about other people when she is, one, not even in a position uh, marriage-wise, financially, physically, mentally. I don't know about spiritually. I'm not going to go there. But she's not in any position to talk about anybody. And she wants to start picking a fight with Malaysia, which is completely disrespectful and rude that you want to pull her to the side at jackie's event and talk to her about something that can easily be addressed on the telephone the next day but you want to go out of your way to embarrass her because you've been talking about it with the other girl so they know why you're pulling her to the side and then you want to address her in not a kind way she was she the way that she was saying it was kind of rowdy too she was saying it with an attitude and she had her hands going so then when malaysia got her hands going and you can't really be mad because that's the precedent you're setting exactly and one why are you fighting over about the way somebody says hi to you i get it you don't you don't feel she was warm you don't feel like she was greeting you the right way but to be honest you guys aren't friends you don't know each other and you're getting to know each other and these are the stupid little things that you want to fight about and what she's what malaysia has probably seen about her is that she's a big brat 
Yeah. So she hasn't probably had a good impression of her to begin with. And she doesn't like, you know, she doesn't like Brandy because Brandy comes off as, you know, she says classy, acting classy and better than people. And she doesn't like Malaysia because Malaysia gives her a dry high. But Malaysia walked into the room and said hello. If Mm -hmm. I, you know, say I'm... If I go into a group of people, I'm I'm a Virgo, so I'm a little shy in general until you kind of get to know me. Mm-hmm. But I, when I walk up to a group, I say hello, I acknowledge them, but I'm not like the warmest I'm not the person butterfly. who's over, like, hey, you know, yeah. I don't I don't know them, so I'm a little more reserved. And I don't think that Malaysia's wrong for you know kind of being like that if she doesn't know this girl, and. Why are you going to fight me over how I say hi to you? Or it's not stupid. even that. What's so wrong with British that she's so insecure that she has to address it and care so much about what somebody else thinks of her who she hasn't sat down and got to know her. Like, I can understand if they were developing a relationship mm-hmm. and she was like, okay, well, this is why I think that you don't like me because you've done so many things that are shady. Yeah. But Malaysia hasn't done anything to her, so they haven't been able to develop a relationship for her to even get a sense of what Malaysia thinks of her. And, I mean, not to be, you know, but if we're calling people out, like, you showed up at the end of the event, according to Jackie, because you needed to pick up your shoes in the valley, which we didn't even see, and that you were very quick to take off when you and Malaysia got into your confrontation because, hey, you wanted to fight her over some stupid stuff. But Malaysia, on the other hand, had me cracking up, too, because she kept saying she was a trained-to-go killer, and I have (laughs) no idea what that means. (laughs) She's a basketball wife and a mom. What do you mean you're a trained-to-go killer? That's what I wanted. To, I'm like, is that a profession now or did I miss something? Is she training? Is she in a boot camp? Is she a ninja? Did I miss that? I think all these girls, um, maybe not, maybe make up their own careers, um, career titles here and there. I mean, trained-to-go killer. We knew she was a jewelry designer and all that, but <laughs> trained-to-go killer, I didn't know. I wasn't aware. <laughs> I feel I feel like she is one of the nicest ones on the show. Mm-hmm. And so I think that she's a little bit more defensive when she gets picked on because she tries to carry herself in more of a respectable manner in the sense of she's not the first to throw things and take her shoes off. Yeah. And so she's using her words to be more of a threat and to be a little bit more powerful. And I also think now she's getting to the point where she's like, I don't know you and you're not going to call me out on something stupid like this. Yeah. I mean, why are you going to, like, how immature is this? You want to talk about how I say hi to you? Come on. Well, I feel bad for British's husband too, or fiance, mm-hmm. because that was embarrassing. You know, why do you, why, why does he got to be with the ghetto one at the event? And, I mean, he kind of told her, he was like, you got to chill at these things. Yeah. But he was also, like, he was chuckling, but I don't know if that was, like, uncomfortable, like, or yeah, I got to laugh probably. off this situation and make it not so serious. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to run around claiming this chick when she's acting like a loose cannon everywhere. Is she his high school sweetheart? Is that why he's with her? No, I don't think so. I don't think they've been together since high school. I think they met after, and she kind of said that she didn't know what the situation was going to become, but... You know, it happened. She might have been someone who was like a one night thing and just happened to be consistent. And who knows? Now she got a ring on her finger. I don't really know her backstory, but I think maybe next week we'll find out a little bit more because we see them having a conversation, you know, with his agent and then her bursting into tears. So, yeah, maybe we'll get to see a non-aggressive side of British, but I don't know if I care to see it either. She's going to have to take her green contacts out if she cries. Oh, man. <laughs> you could cry with contacts, no? <laughs> I don't know. I'm hating. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we don't have any new news and gossip on these ladies because let's, I mean, they're laying it all out on the table for us on the show. So no news and gossip, but let's get into predictions for next week. And now, Ooh. you're after us. 
So, uh, I have a feeling that British's fiance either got a bad deal of a contract, like it's not that much money, mm-hmm. and uh, British is upset about the amount that it's for, or that you know he's gonna have to leave obviously to another country but i feel like knowing that he's an overseas basketball player that's expected yeah so i think that it has to do with the amount of money and she's like a little bit hurt that she might have to actually get a job (laughs) what what job would she get that's the question (laughs) she doesn't have the best people skills so customer service is out yeah that's not gonna be one of them um i think on next week's episode we're also gonna really see jackie and drea get into it and i Mm. think you know, they're going to go to Palm Springs or somewhere for a trip. And I think really that their sort of relationship is going to blow up because Jackie now feels like she's coming for her daughter, even though that's not necessarily the case. And Jackie's just getting a taste of her own medicine. So I think there's definitely going to be, you know, some explosions between Jackie and Drea and maybe even Sunday too, because once again, on the preview, we see Sunday talking about Drea Mm because she obviously has nothing else to talk about besides this girl and is so consumed with what Drea is doing. So I think there's going to be some fireworks between those two ladies. And I kind of can't wait because I think it's time Drea puts especially Sunday in her place. What's the name of the new girl that's oh so classy? Brandy. Brandy. Okay. Uh, So Brandy surprisingly hasn't rubbed me as wrong as british and sunday Sunday have and i thought that i wasn't going to be crazy about her at first but she's but the way that she's conducting herself and that she's kind of trying to stop the confrontation that was going on today uh i think that she's gonna she has a little bit more probably of a backbone and she's gonna start you know we're gonna start to see her speaking up more uh because she's been doing that she's been calling the girls out on a lot of stuff and i think that she's gonna in this episode check jackie too yeah and you know jackie needs it we had jackie as a guest on our couch last year and it was a lot of fun but you know it jackie definitely she has a story that she's sticking to and she she i think tells it so many times that she believes it so it's gonna be nice to see if any of these girls can sort of shake jackie and get her out of her comfort zone and maybe make it see you know maybe make her see where where they're coming i mean maybe from. we can get jackie back in here because i'm not gonna lie based on our interview that we did last time with her i actually like jackie. she was cool people but it wasn't the same jackie that i saw on the show see you know i I know people who listen to the show, too, they were a little mad. They felt like we went easy on Jackie. And maybe for us, because it wasn't personal and there was nothing for us to really get into. <laughs> yeah, she you know, doesn't tell me nothing about my man. We didn't need to light <laughs> up into her. But, you know, I definitely think, I think Jackie knows what she's doing. And it's obviously worked for her for this long. So... I don't, I think she's set in her ways, but I could see, you know, I could see her when she was here. She tries to be all like sweet and mm-hmm. like that she's coming from a good place, but I agree, you know, there's a lot of stuff and I think the intent behind it is malicious and not nice. And hopefully someone will call her out and sort of make her aware and then make them understand why they didn't want to do their stupid gift bags and everything else. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I guess that's what we'll have to look forward to next week. Um, make sure you guys all come back and tune in with us. And of course, if you have any comments or questions or anything you want to say, tweet Tweet us and uh, comment below all of that. See you guys next time. Oh, you guys can follow us on Instagram. Too. Oh, yeah, shoot. And oh, IG. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can play with my Twitter at spicy underscore Mati and stroke my Instagram at spicy underscore Mati and Rebecca Prince TV. Yes, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have anything sexy to say like Mari. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.